0: The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom.
1: The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. and some dads out there, I just want to remind you that you have enormous power in what you do as a mother and father. Nobody will tell you that because they want you to think that your prestige and your power comes from so many other things, but I want to remind you that being a parent is one of the most powerful positions on the planet, and you can literally make the world better or worse depending on how you raise your babies, so I want you to know that. you got a lot of power. I am Jenny Dean Schmidt, your host of the only radio show of its kind, literally designed to make a mom's and a family's life better. We exist to love, coach, and encourage moms and families, both in the airwaves and also on the ground, through our growing outreach. We'll tell you a little bit more about that later in the show. We do have a guest coming up for you today who could literally save you from yourself. So many people are going to benefit from her tips. I know you're going to want to stick around for our friend Dale. You'll probably be surprised about how her message is connected to a very, very popular musician. You're going to hear a little bit from him as well. If you often feel like you are worn out with trying to make everyone happy, which is like most moms, you battle the syndrome of trying to please people or you feel bad about yourself if you're not pleasing people, our guest is here to help you and your children because you probably pass this kind of thing on to your children. But first, I'm going to say very briefly, um, very recently, I partnered with one of our outreach partnerships. Here's what Channel Mom does. We're in the airwaves, but we also want to have a way for moms to get help and um encouragement and sustenance and, you know, crisis management on the ground. So we have developed partnerships with all kinds of ministries uh love and respect which which helps with the marriage we're working on getting a single mom ministry but we've also partnered with Wings for Life International and man do they do some great things in prisons across America and I worked with them recently at uh Denver, Denver women's prison facility to uh do a party there so that their families could come in and it could have kind of a normal atmosphere and um th- these moms I mean I was bawling when I saw their kids Come in. Now, I understand these women did things that were against the law. I get it. But they're babies. One little boy just started sobbing when he saw his mother. And I just thought, oh, my goodness, I've completely forgotten what this population deals with, these separated families. And here's the thing. I think the statistic is seven of ten children of incarcerated parents, you know, mom and or dad, end up going to prison themselves. It's a horrible rate of of repeating. um. So I, I was out there with my friends from Wings for Life International. We do partner with them. If you want to get help from our outreach, any mom out there, man, I want to be a blessing to you. We want to be a blessing to you. Go to channelmom.com. Click on CM Outreach for Channel Mom Outreach, and you'll see our partnerships listed there. As I said, love and respect, but also Wings for Life International. If you know anybody who's dealing with a prison sentence and it's broken up a family and it's hurting some kids, uh, be sure and click on their link to find out if they've got an event coming uh, to a place near your friend who may be in prison or their family members in prison. We would love to help them out. Okay, here we go. And my dear friend Shelly is in the house. She had a little traffic today, (laughs) but you don't have to say anything because there's no mic for you right now. (laughs) Dale Scram is real. This is who she is. Real life coaching, real faith speaker, also a mommy. By the way, real stands for reveal and embrace authentic living. I love that. She's she's so into being authentic. And I think when I'm with her, I think, oh, my goodness, so few of us are authentic anymore. It's all about the Facebook posts and how we look, you know, to other people on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere else. Uh she's a popular speaker at women's events, retreats and and mops groups. She has delivered over 150 presentations on topics like authentic relationships, parenting and faith. She's a member of the Denver Speakers Bureau and she does all kinds of wonderful things in our community and throughout uh Colorado and beyond. Believe it or not, she has a degree. I just had I to throw this in here. In vertebrate, is it it's invertebrate. Inverbrate. Yes. Inverbrate. Zoology from the University of Georgia. She loves my daughter's name, Georgia, because <laughs> she loves Georgia. And she worked as a microbiologist in graduate school, but now she's just speaking to the moms. Yep. Because that's just as important. Dale's biggest passion for is for real life and women. Uh, she lives it out daily in her home laboratory where she's raising four beautiful daughters, ages 12, 14, 16, and 19. Are those ages still correct? Yes. And she is here today to cure us all of the time, energy, and emotion that we waste on people-pleasing. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's where the popular singer comes in. I love this. Uh, a very well-known artist, very secular. I had to find a non-profanity-laced song. Uh, his name is Ed Sheeran, and man, does he have something to say about people-pleasing. Let's play a little bit of Cut One, Chris, Ed Sheeran's
0: song. Darling, I
1: will be loving you till we 70
0: Baby, my Heart could still less heart at
1: twenty three. And I'm thinking about how people fool
0: in love in a way. Okay,
1: thank Maybe you, Mr. Ed. Not to be confused head. with the horse of about five centuries ago now. <laughs> Okay, or five decades. Uh, here's what Ed Sheeran says about people pleasing. Brilliant for his very young age. My daughter loves Ed Sheeran, so she's smiling over there in the corner of the studio. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you the key to success, but the key to failure is trying to please everyone. Ed Sheeran, very bright, very smart of him. Dale Scram, welcome to Channel Mom. We're so glad to have you. Thanks so much. Thrilled to be here. And you're here to talk about people-pleasing. So tell me why this is on your heart and why you think moms in particular need to hear about how they really need to rid themselves of this people-pleasing habit.
0: Well, I think like almost anything else, it's a part of my story. So anything that resonates with me, you know, I like to talk about. It's Mm -hmm. part of my real story. And as I've been talking... To women across the state for the last couple of years, I've had so many say, I deal with this all the time. It's kind of like the good girl syndrome and we're raised to be good girls, which we don't want to be bad girls, but it really is the opposite of being real. So, yeah, you know, and I think it plays into mothering
1: because now that I have a teenager, I mean, Shelly, my BFF in the house, Shelly Krause, who can't speak right now, but, um, She's always like, Jenny. You just gotta, you just gotta have them deal with the consequences. You just gotta, you know, <laughs> beat them down and tell them that they did these things wrong. And I'm like, but I don't want. I have a 16-year-old son and a 12-year-old daughter, yeah. and in both cases, more my son right now because he's more in the teenage syndrome. I I don't want to correct him too much because I'm afraid he'll hate me. But don't moms really struggle with trying to people oh. please
0: for their kids? And let's just say your teenagers are going to hate you, so let's just make that a given. Okay. <laughs> if, if that's the bar, then we don't have to get them to like us. So, yeah. But it's more about influence. I probably do a lot less teaching and a lot more influencing with my teenagers. But if the goal is for them to like me, that's more about me than it is about taking care of them. That, amen. And it's modeling to them that that's how they want to be when they're older. And that I don't want. I want them to be their real selves, who they were designed to be, and not my version of them.
1: Yeah, or them liking us is the... As Is this, that's the highest the priority. Yeah. Yes. yeah. 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 we want to have good people or do we want to have spoiled people that are used to liking us you know, or that we make like us? Right. Um, okay. So, so I looked up a scripture today in, in Proverbs and it, it it said, and I think a lot of people are familiar with this scripture and it's something like I'm paraphrasing the person who refuses to use the rod hates his child. Mm. Now, the rod doesn't just have to mm-hmm. be a spanking. Mm-hmm. It can just be the rod of discipline, where mm-hmm. you discipline your child. And and I th- that proverb is so meaningful to me. It's actually mm. the reason I started to spank my children. And I'm not saying that for folks who object to that, maybe they were beaten as as children and they really don't like the idea of a rod. But if you don't discipline your children because you're afraid you're not going to please them, you end up hating
0: them. Mm. It's not that you hate Mm -hmm. them beforehand necessarily even. It's Mm -hmm. that you hate them after the fact. Mm -hmm. Right? Talk a little bit about that. Well, and I think you please yourself more. You're loving yourself more because it's about your image and what you think is your relationship with them. But it does... It's not thinking about their well being. It's not thinking about who you want them to be and them to be aware of their sin and where you need to guide them. I think it is. Hatred feels like a strong word, but it's used many times. We're supposed to hate our mother and father as we come together, you know, to yes. serve Jesus. I yeah. mean these are different ways to think about things, but it's so that we prefer his praise and his audience over anyone else's.
1: That's right. And I and I but but man, I know some moms are in the car right now are sitting in front of their computer and like but where do I draw the line? Because I do not want to disappoint my child. I don't want to be beating them down. I don't want to, you know, ruin their self image. I don't, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, so w- when we come back, we will talk a
0: little bit more about that. But w- what does it look like to have a people pleasing mother? Uh, <laughs> well, it can go different ways. You can be people pleasing to your own children, where you allow them to do anything they want, so they have license just to um, be whoever they were going to be as a child, kind of in their, their natural man. So. It's um it's almost a weakness, I would say, and it's not something that gains your children's respect. So the children can either uh, not want to be like you or then walk all over you. So, yeah. um, again, it's not love, and it's not strength. It's not what we were designed to
1: do. It feels like it initially because you think, I'm just being nice, and now they like me because I let them have whatever they want. But in the end, you get a disrespectful child who can't necessarily function
0: well in society. They can't handle disappointment. They can't handle people not liking them. They are unaware of reality. They usually don't even know how to handle hard things. So we're not sending them out in a way that is equipped to deal with things in life, to see them. I usually find that kids who are raised by people pleasers have complete unaware. um, They're completely unaware of their own um, struggles, their own weaknesses, uh, the way that they affect people in negative ways. And they don't want to hear it. Yeah. They yeah, just so think, good. Uh you know, really my mother loves me. She says I'm great. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. The, and sometimes those people are scary. Uh we're yes. gonna come back with our friend Dale Scram and talk a little bit more about people pleasing and how you get over it and what are some other manifestations of it. Maybe you're you're still pleasing your own mother or your friends or at work <laughs> or whatever it is, and Dale's gonna help you with that. It's good stuff. I do want to remind you that that our sponsor uh up in the mountains. Cutthroat Cafe. It's really a wonderful place to go. If you happen to be a Colorado listener and you drive up to Breck or those places that, you know, the ski places, uh, during the summer, cause you're doing other things up there, stop by the Cutthroat Cafe in Bailey. It's right on 285, right by the National Forest and the, the beautiful river, down home cooking. It feels like the, the bar cheers on that, that, um, <laughs> that TV series so long ago. You walk in and, <laughs> and Chip, the owner knows everybody and he loves you and it's down home cooking. It feels like you've walked back into the 1950s cutthroat cafe in bailey colorado right on 285 i recommend that you go there okay we're going to be right back with dale who's going to help you with this people pleasing thing i really struggle with it so i can't wait for her fabulous tips to to figure out how to do best by my children and by others by not constantly trying to please them uh and then thereby hurting everybody okay stay tuned for the rest of channel mom Need an excuse to drive a few miles to a beautiful place with delicious food? Let me tell you about one of my favorite places to eat in Colorado. Down home, good cooking, old school, and family friendly. It's the Cutthroat Cafe. Chick Thomas is one of those guys who's created an eating establishment where customers feel like family. Nestled in Bailey, Colorado, next to a sparkling river and national forest, enjoy a getaway to the Cutthroat Cafe on your way to Breckenridge, just off Highway 285 in Bailey, Colorado. It's Channel Mom Radio. With Jenny Dean Schmidt, we're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom right here on KRKS 24-7 FM. We're so glad you could join us today. I've got my BFF in the house, Shelly Krause, as well as our fabulous guest, Dale Scram. I'm really excited about this topic. We're, we're going to get into some tips for moms who deal with people-pleasing in this segment. But first, I always like Shelly to be able to tell you guys what she does in her off time. Yeah, well, she's not off helping time. me with Channel Mom. You're so funny. <laughs> off time. <laughs> okay, you're helping people in a big way to to preserve their dignity later in life. So tell me about that. Yeah,
0: so we've talked about it on the show a few times. We run Golden Heart Senior Care, and our mission is to help seniors and disabled stay in, in their own homes. We have a team of caregivers who come in and just completely love on your family and whatever it takes. We yeah, help them. So They do everything. Yeah, today's a little different, though. We're actually helping a family find assisted living placement.
1: The oh. family, the gentleman
0: that we help can no longer stay home today, and so we're working with them to find a great a nice community yeah. for him to go to. So we yeah. do both. We help you stay mm-hmm. home, and if you can't, we help you find a new home as well.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. good. It's good stuff. Golden Heart Senior Care, how do they find you?
0: You can find us on our website,
1: goldenheartlittleton.com. Mm-hmm. You can also just call us, 303-835-3423. 835-3423. Yep. Uh, thank you, Georgia. Did you get yes. the camera going or not? Thank you, Georgia. Gotta get the, yeah, I'm not sure if we have it going. at the it. Yes, okay. Sorry. Just a little time out. Oh, thank you. Just to let folks know, as we're here on the radio, we do work very hard to bring Channel Mom to you in a lot of ways. We have a podcast. We have uh, ChannelMom.com where we videotape the show. We have past guests there that you would have heard of, Dr. Egrich and uh, the guys from Duck Dynasty. And actually, we have past interviews with the Duggar family. And, man, have they been through a lot lately. Whatever you think of the uh, situation there, Uh, I really do love Miss Michelle Duggar, and she's been on our show a number of times. Okay, we're back with Dale. Dale, just get into it. I know. Tell me
0: what the biggest problem is with being a people-pleasing woman. I think the biggest problem is that we are being controlled by others and not being controlled by God, that we are aware of their voices and we can't hear God's voice. Almost every one of the clients I work with and the women I talk to, so they really have a hard time finding God's voice, and most of them are people pleasers in some way, shape, or form. So these voices that tell us who we should be and what we should do and we think it might be pleasing to God because we're making people happy is not at all pleasing to God. So actually what people think is um, something that uh, is more spiritual, turns out that it's not, and then they raise their kids to be the same way. So we're missing out on our authentic selves, the desires God has placed in us, we're missing out on rest and peace because we're exhausted and we're resentful, and then we don't know what to do about that, and so we hide it and we fake it, and because we didn't know we could set limits, we didn't know we could say no, we think that everything should be a yes. Well, also, people pleasers can get a little bit holier than thou, too, right? uh, Absolutely, but they're faking it the whole time, so anytime they get exhausted because they're doing too much, they just hide that. So there's some of the most inauthentic people that I usually meet.
1: Well, but I mean, if they're truly trying to please people all the time, and so they're volunteering here and volunteering there and helping this person, giving gifts there, they think, I'm pretty much better than everybody else Mm -hmm. because I'm helping everyone.
0: And they can get Mm kind of, right? Absolutely. And it's not truly serving. You know, it's not stuff that's done in secret. It's stuff that they do for their image To be liked and to avoid conflict. To be liked. And that's big because I think it feels right Mm -hmm. to me. I mean, I I have a big people-pleasing problem. I want everyone
1: to love me and everyone doesn't.
0: I know. No matter what I do. And yet, one of the things that I love to talk to people about is letting God give us favor. That God can give us favor with anyone he wants to. And if we live like that, we can live in freedom. We yeah. don't have to be the ones trying to gain favor. with, Because sometimes it's universal. We want everyone to like us, and sometimes it's very specific. We have three people in our lives that we really want them to like us so, or respect us or admire us, whatever it might be. So we'll do anything to please them. We will. We will, which means we have let go of whatever God might be calling us to. Yeah. And sometimes people, I mean,
1: people are selfish. So just pleasing people isn't necessarily meaning that you are doing great things in the world. You're just pleasing somebody's selfish desires, you know?
0: Yeah. And again, you're being controlled by someone else and not not the Holy Spirit. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's big.
1: Okay, so talk about how moms can
0: translate this to their kids, mm-hmm. how they
1: can make their kids and you think especially daughters.
0: I do. I think I think as a culture, socially we um that's how we train up our girls. We want them to be compliant. Um there's a great book called The Curse of the Good Girl, which talks about all the ways that girls have been Um, raised to, you know, not make waves, to keep our voice down, to not talk too much about our strengths, all the things that we tend to do more with our girls than with our boys. We call a boy, you know, powerful, we'll call a girl bossy. So we kind of tone her down Uh Uh in a ways that's not living out of her strengths. She can learn to exert her power and her leadership without being bossy. So we, I think we do it much more with women and there's with girls a, a service. Yeah. And, and by the way, you're
1: not diminishing that, that a woman can be, um, to listen to her husband you're not saying oh no you always need
0: to supersede your husband absolutely not but but you are saying in the world it's okay for a girl to take a stand absolutely and to have a voice and have an opinion god has certainly given us things that he is speaking into us that we need to bring even in a marriage we need to speak up yeah we need to be heard that is you know in the confines of just a conversation with your spouse but we need to bring it because if the always the cue is if you feel resentful you're probably people-pleasing. You're probably letting something go. And that is what we are responsible for, is our own resentment. So we have to back it up yeah. and start to make some choices where we think what choice do I have? We have a lot of choices.
1: That's so wise, Dale, because I do get to that place where mm-hmm. I over-volunteer and I over-help and I do too much for my kids or whatever and then I think, this is really I'm very angry right now, but I'm not going <laughs> to let anybody know because I'm perfect. Or I'm trying to be perfect. I don't really think I'm perfect. And I still okay.
0: want them to like me. Yeah, yes.
1: Exactly. Guilty, guilty, guilty. And that really is, is selfish in the end. We think mm-hmm. we're being nice, but we're being selfish because we mm-hmm. want everyone to love us Yes, and not necessarily for the right reasons. Okay, we, we're half done with the segment, so I want to make sure you get to tips. Just tell me what a people-pleasing mom teaching her daughters to be people pleasing looks like and then we'll move into tips what is that Yeah,
0: one of my favorite things to do um with my girls because i've seen this i've seen it with teachers who were kind of a little perfectionistic and i saw it with one of my daughters where she wanted to please her so badly and some people are impossible to please and that usually gets us on the treadmill of the people pleasing and she was going crazy i mean all the fruit was disappearing from my fruit bowl i'm like what the heck And she's like, oh, I'm taking it to my teacher. I'm like, who still does that? You know, she's drawing pictures for her every day, everything. But it was killing her because her teacher didn't like her. So I sat her down, and um, we talked about people-pleasing. And I described this the box of peaches that we get every every August um, from Grand Junction. We love peaches. Um, She loves peaches. I said, sweet pea. Now picture yourself. Okay, I want you to picture the biggest peach in the box. She goes, oh, and I said, smell it, oh, (laughs) and just it's almost so juicy, it's dripping right there. She goes, yeah, okay. I said, let's say that you are that peach. She goes, okay. I said, you can be the best peach in the box, and some people just don't like peaches. Yeah. And she was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So sometimes what I see is that we don't, I don't want my daughter to be disrespectful or rude in any way. I want her to, um, you know, handle her teacher well, but I also want her to be her unique self and not let the disapproval of her teacher crush her. Right. I want her to know that she can be a peach. And some people just don't like peaches.
1: Because if you're not pleasing people, and, and often there are people you're not pleasing, then then you become ineffectual because you, you're feeling bad about yourself. Okay, we've got about three minutes. I want to make sure that you get to a couple tips to moms who are listening today to say, how do I get over this and how do I get my children over it?
0: I think that um, as people pleasers, we know what everyone else thinks and what everyone else needs. But we have no idea what we think and we need and mm-hmm. we feel. And so getting in touch with that. Mm -hmm. How do I feel at this very moment? Mm -hmm. Usually we can say, oh, my kids feel that. My husband feels that. How do we feel? Is that selfish? Absolutely not. We're responsible for that which is in our yard. God said, you know, to carry your own um, backpack. You know, in Galatians, this is a part of our backpack that we're responsible for. How do I feel? Because I can't control anything that I'm not aware of. So Mm -hmm. if I'm feeling angry, I need to work on that. Yeah. if i'm feeling happy but what how do i feel about something and then um because then it's a true version of what i need what do i think about things it's not someone else's thoughts it's my thoughts and then if they're off instead of faking it i get to ask god to change what those thoughts are yeah. i get to put him in charge so i don't have to pretend to be somebody i'm not
1: okay how about a mom and just a, you know a minute answer a mom who realizes that her kids have been trained to be people-pleasers, or they just are? What does she do about that child or for that
0: child? I think drawing out of them, making a safe place for them to say what they think and, and them feel, and also when they screw up. I think our kids need to know when they blow it that, yes, there are consequences, but we still like them because otherwise they will hide that always. We always hide the things that we fail at because we think it makes us unlovable, but it just makes us human. So I think making sure it's a safe place for them to bring their ugly stuff Um, because we people-please with our pretty stuff.
1: Yeah, okay. So so let them be a little
0: ugly and just remind them authentically, you know, I still love you, right? Absolutely. I I don't like that behavior, but you are not your behavior. You're still, my daughter, going to have to pick up those 50 Oreo cookies that you threw behind the couch. That is not okay, but I still like you. Did
1: that happen to you, 50 Oreo cookies? That's funny. No nougat.
0: She ate all that out. Threw the rest <laughs> behind the couch.
1: Oh, my goodness. So all the nougat was gone, but they were behind the couch. Wow. Okay, Dale, tell folks, because you're fabulous. You We we should have you on the show, you know, four or five times a year because you've got great advice. How do people find you and get your speaking in the, in the next 30 seconds? Yeah,
0: I have a website, dalescram.com. Um, Spell scram. S-K-R-A-M. So it's D A L E S K. R-A-M, and they can contact me there. I'm a speaker. I'm a life coach to women. Um, I also work with groups. I'm starting some new groups on boundaries and how we can find fulfillment and freedom um, by setting boundaries and understanding what they are. And
1: you're writing a book, too, I think.
0: I am, and it's called Invisible, and it's about the ways that we want to be seen and about the ways we hide.
1: Ah, That's good. Dale, you're a blessing. Thank you so much for being on Channel Mom Thank today. you. God bless you and your Thank four you. beautiful girls. <laughs> yeah, they're gorgeous. They All right, I want to remind you that if you are a mother and you're working hard to raise your children well, not necessarily to please them, and you don't get thanks, and this is, you know our society doesn't lift you up for doing that, well, um, I am here with this show to remind you that that is one of the most important jobs on the planet, and you make our world a better place by working hard to teach your god your children. Good, godly values to, to help them love well, forgive well, uh, be kind, but not people pleasers. <laughs> so please know, moms, you are invaluable. I think sometimes moms just schlep around and feel like it's the stuff I do outside of the home that's more important, or if I make this much money or drive this car or I'm a size two. No, 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 no. Thank you for mothering well. So glad for uh, those moms who commit themselves to it. And if you don't, it's not too late to start. So God bless the moms and the dads. Thanks so much for tuning in to Channel Mom right here on KRKS. FM we hope you'll join us next Saturday with uh, Amy Julia Becker on what her kids have taught her have a good weekend